I very nearly did uh, set a joke that I'm not sure if it would have been inappropriate given that Haley's sat behind you. Just make the fucking joke. I'm going to say, you may not be able to grow a beard, but if you do a handstand, you get a pretty good impression of one. Hey, oh, pancakes. <laughs> Welcome to Mouthy Broadcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> There's booze here. I got your booze right here, sweetie. So we're uh, live at Intervention. I don't know if any of the, the audience noise is picking up, because we're kind of sitting, we're kind of squatting in yeah. the closed Starbucks. But um, before we get too far into it, uh, I'm Jenny. I'm, I'm joined by... I'm Ben. Ben from the network. Ben you have from to the differentiate. Ne- I'm sorry. Yes, I'm Ben from the network. And... I'm actual Ben. Actual Ben. Proper Ben. <laughs> proper proper ben. ben. I forgot we called you Proper Ben. Yeah. I've been calling you Future Ben. Well, no, no. Uh, there, there's on on playing Doctor, I'm Future Ben. Oh. I'm okay. Future Ben who lives in the basement. I mean, but it, it's all, because it's all part of the same network. Yeah. Like we have the continuity of the nicknames and stuff. Yeah. So. So it's like Torchwood and Doctor Who, and uh, and what's that new show? Is it Class? They're doing the the new Doctor Who show. I haven't heard of this. Yeah, they're doing like a. a is this like head of the class? It's like a teen drama. Yeah. Be- Doctor Who nine or two and oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, is this? I mean, is this the kind of for all the kids who started watching Sarah uh, Jane? Sarah Jane. Now they're older and they move up oh. to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what is the premise of this show? This is not the. I don't fucking know. All right, fine. Fuck you. No, okay. seriously. All I know is that it's called Class or something. Okay. I'm really not joking. Like it's that's the name of the show. Who of the class? So unlike this show, it has class. Just because you say something has class doesn't mean it actually has class. What? I, I, I'm saying this show has no class. Well, yeah, but, but just that because, show does. But just because that show has the word class in the title doesn't mean it's classy. Okay. Well, no, but it's British, and we that's, Americans are programmed. That's true. That's to, true. To think that things from Britain are classy. Have you met me? <laughs> like, well, it, and that's what causes a lot of conundrum for us. How long have you been living in America? Thirteen years. That's long enough. That's long the enough. The corruption, the infection has started. <laughs> the corruption is spreading. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we did this to you. Uh, no, I kind of did it to myself. <laughs> okay. Multiple times. Oh yeah. <laughs> ben has like nothing to say. Just like, I, I, I'm, I don't know. I've started looking out at the audience and, and seeing the crowd that's here, and we they, do have a nice spot. Like this has changed. Everybody, this has changed so much. Like no. this area where we are here now didn't exist. No. This was like the this was a foyer maybe or a, mm-hmm. something. There was like an entryway. So where we're sitting, it's almost like if. We went if we were in like the time machine, the HG Wells with the yeah. big wheel. We could watch this. We could still see because where we're set up at is at the edge of the existing room. So we could watch okay. the lobby and the people go by. I just it is such a crazy diverse crowd. At the right, show. I have a question. Those douchebirls that just walk by, yeah. openly carrying all their liquor, and you're telling me that I have to like hide my flask. Yep. Why? Because we obey the rules. 
don't. All right, so well, I have I a do. question. Yes, sir. This is the uh, the great debate, as it were. Okay. okay. And I've been having this with a couple of people this weekend. In England, how do you? S- all right, let me say. How do you say the word that is spelled T W A T? Okay. I know the right answer to this question. Yes, yeah, so we're a contaminated audience. No, 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 but just, 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 how do Americans say it? I say twat. All right. Yeah. Now, I, as an Englishman, say twat. Yes. Right. Which we've actually started saying right. because now, it feels more proper. Now, I'm not saying either one is right or wrong. Right. What I'm saying is if you have a hard A in there, uh-huh. so it's the twat. It sounds way more offensive to me than... It does. Yeah. ...saying twat. And it sounds a little bit more fun. Yeah. But I also don't think that it, like, fits with the American accent. It feels out of place to me when I say right. that. It's as much as out of place as when Ben says schedule. It says what? Schedule. Schedule. I, I've said schedule my whole life. What's wrong with saying Schedule. It doesn't fit with the American accent. That's all I'm saying. It, it's, but I don't have an American accent. But no, this Ben. Oh. I say schedule. I've said I was legitimately confused there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Which Ben are you talking about? No, I've, uh, growing up, whatever, like I picked it up from Doctor Who or some other BBC show on PBS. Yeah. And then it just stuck. And I've said schedule my whole life. So now... Instead I, of what, schedule? Schedule. Yeah. And it, it, like, it hurts coming out of my mouth to say schedule. Like, I throw a southern accent on it because <laughs> I'm like, no, that word is so ugly. The only way somebody would say it like that, they would be from the south and go, me and Cooter are going to schedule us a time to fix gonna that. Going to kick her in the Cooter. <laughs> I tell you what, that's, it ain't got no schedule um, for Cooter. Oh, oh, we can take photos of this girl, Snatch. <laughs> Two more sips. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've I've never been able to say schedule right. without I have to think like I know at work I get a lot of crap for it. Yeah, people get really like, uh, uh. do you say shul? I say well, no. It's the gift jiff. That's a taboo topic on the show. I'm, I'm just gonna go and say. I right don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly my point. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, is, is the schedule schedule thing mm-hmm. is as much the same as Gift Jeff. No. They're both okay. correct in their own way. Yeah. Well, no. I yes. think it's different. I swear to God, Ben. No, no. I th- because in Britain, do you ever hear schedule? Yes. Is it? It's a- actually become quite prevalent since the influx of American TV. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Get wrecked, nerd. All right. No, I, I'm sorry that we've polluted your language even more. Did, did, did you ruin it the moment that you started talking? Yeah. You specifically. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I was born in 1611 in Ireland. I popped out, said, hello, and the... Hello. It, oh, I'm no there. one ruins anything more than the Irish. <laughs> oh. I'm half Irish. It's I think I'm going to take a break so I can kick his ass right now. Dude, I'm half Irish. I'll kick the other half's ass. Is it one butt cheek? Yes. <laughs> Left or right? Your guess. Left. No, incorrect. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, are always on the right. Yeah, anyway, I still think we need to take a break because I think you deserve an ask. Let's see, here's the show is, about is, the vaginas. We're going to commercial is, is, now. Is that, is that a promise? Yes. My safe word is aardvark. 
doesn't mean I'm going to. That's why you keep me in the basement on Doctor Who, isn't it? It is.
This is the show about women. It's called Mouthy Broadcast. It's show, and I'm a guy, so I shouldn't be here. I love when you do the shows. Yeah, I, I, I bring a production value that you guys don't you usually do. have. You do. But Lauren's not here. Lauren will play kazoo. Peter will, like, play Dre videos. Yeah. But, but I'm, you, no, I'm saying Lauren's not here this week. We have somebody else joining us. Yes, we have our, my friend Carla. Introduce yourself, please, and tell us, tell us all about yourself and why, what you're doing here at the con this weekend. Okay. Well, I am a freelance illustrator, and I have been drawing since I was you know, big enough to pick up a pencil and scrawl it all mm-hmm. over everything. Um, <laughs> I am here at Intervention selling my artwork, my handicrafts, and doing commissions for people. Because one of the things that I love to do most is to take people's ideas and bring those to life. And you did a commission for me earlier that I was very, very excited about because I was doing my Amethyst costume today, which is the second time I wore the costume, but this is the first time I've done it for real. Like, last time I was just kind of half-assing it. But you drew an Amethyst commission for me today, and it's freaking adorable. It's, it's terrific. Thank you so much. Uh, I had really a lot of fun with it. Um, I've really never drawn anything from Steven Universe before. I always found it kind of daunting because the fandom is so huge. But I think the fandom for Steven Universe is very like forgiving and just most most Steven Universe fans are like very inclusive and like I don't know. Everybody just seems so cool. There's a bad apple in every bunch, of course, oh, but, yeah. <laughs> you know. There was some controversy uh, a while back, wasn't there? Like, somebody left yes, Twitter? It, uh, it was on Tumblr, and it, oh. it was basically, they drew a Steven Universe character who's canonically larger in size. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they drew her skinny. Okay. And it drew a lot of ire because they felt like they were destroying the character by making her look so much skinnier and thinner. Right. And I don't know. I think that everybody's always open to an artist's interpretation. And if that's how she felt like drawing it, then, you know, and even the creators of Steven universe, you know, went out there and said, Hey, we really like what she did. It doesn't offend us that she wanted to make this character, you know, look the way she did. Right. There's no, I don't think there's any harm in drawing or like whoever was like in any different form. I mean, like every time you turn around, there's a BuzzFeed list. that's like Disney princesses as, you know, something else like as, you know, hookers or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I say that, I would, I would love to read that BuzzFeed article. (laughs) I don't know. I've seen a lot of them of, like, you know, the tattooed punk princesses, which are rather amusing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, like, if that's not offensive, then why is this offensive to change something else and just reimagine the character in a well, different because, way? Because, well, Disney princes, princesses have a certain audience, and Steven Universe has a certain audience. And I think, I mean, you may have some overlap, but I think that there's, I don't know. I, I think that because Steven Universe is one of the first cartoons out there that's really so inclusive of so many different body types and uh, just you know the sexualities Mm -hmm. and just the way that people feel that they feel like they're being personally attacked when that character that they identify with don't tamper with this one because that's my character yeah I I cosplay this character and now you did something to it and and I hate you right I'm very inclusive and tolerant but I hate you now that was the thing that I remember hearing about it. I didn't remember the, like, the story about it or anything. I just remember that there was a lot of backlash about, you know, for 
such an inclusive and welcoming community, they were really quick to just like lash out at the person that drew this. And and that's the backside of Tumblr. Yes. I mean, it, it really is that you either have fantastic, wonderful fans that want to support you in everything you do, or you have the social justice warriors that want right. to attack you for anything perceived wrong. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, see, that's the same thing, though, like with me with Doctor Who. I've been a Doctor Who fan since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. And then when I see people younger who are liking the new show and get real, you know, deep into, you know, the fandom, it's like, okay, who are you? Okay, <laughs> I got shoved into lockers for this stuff because people were beating me up because they didn't even know what it was. Like, I don't know what this Doctor Who thing is, but it sounds nerdy. I'm going to beat you up. You don't want to be a gatekeeper, though. Like... Right, and I don't want to. I don't want But then, even worse than that, though, I've learned to accept those people who came in with Eccleston, and maybe some of the people who came in with Tennant. But if you have, if you just started watching the show like at Matt Smith or at Peter Capaldi, then I'm like, oh yeah, who are you? Well, see, I, I grew up with uh, watching Tom Baker. Right. You know, uh-huh. and then my mother had knitted that gigantic scarf for my father. And she swore she'd never do it again until, you know, little five-year-old me says, I want my own scarf, Mommy. And she made one for me, and I got dragged around the uh, neighborhood by right. said scarf because <laughs> kids just she didn't get why I three. really like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that thing was like three times as long as I was. <laughs> wow. See, Had to I, wrap it around like four times. The thing with New Who fans is if they start with Matt Smith, and then stopped watching because they don't like Peter Capaldi. That's kind of narrow-minded. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. get the fuck out. Well, like, you're not a fan of the show. You're a fan of Matt Smith. Well, yeah. a lot of people don't understand how Doctor Who works is the big thing. And so a lot of people, when Tennant left, had never got... Like, they came in after Eccleston. He was only here for a flash. Yeah. But there were people who were mad when Eccleston left. That he turned into this, you know, skinny space boy with tight pants. And then they f- started to like him. And then when yeah. Matt Smith... I grew... I mean, when... I've told this story before on playing Doctor. When I was growing up watching Doctor Who, we didn't have internet. We didn't have message boards. I mean, we had fanzines if you were lucky. And we had Starlog Magazine if you were lucky, which didn't talk Nerd. about Doctor Who. <laughs> so... You know, unless it was like the, the some special anniversary of Doctor Who, you weren't getting any coverage in Starlog. And plus, it was such a big British thing, you had to watch PBS. So the first time I saw Regeneration was when Tom Baker died. Well, you know, fell. And it's like, oh, holy crap. Happened? I'm like, oh, my God. You, is, is the show over? I just found this thing. I love this show. How I've, did they kill off the main character you're on about my favorite to, show? Uh, wait, wait. Who's this guy in white? What the hell's happening? Oh, my God. He's turned into this young blonde guy. What? And what? such is the cycle. I love this doctor. I love this doctor. He's my favorite doctor in the world. Who the hell is this new guy? Yeah. But wait. I kind of like him, too. He's my favorite doctor in the world. That's the cycle. <laughs> yeah. You you go and I tried to explain that to my daughter because she had only watched the Eccleston year on DVD and she hadn't seen any. So when all the other girls her age were becoming Tenant fan girls, she didn't know who he was. So she, when she finally got the second season DVD, who's this guy? And she hated him for taking Eccleston's place. 
So. All right, this is getting way too nerdy for my. Yeah, show. we're we're yeah. This oh is no, too nerdy, too nerdy, too nerdy. Nerd I mean, we, alert. We are, we are nerds. Well, that's that's cast, a segment we can go ahead and. Yeah, this is an important topic for real. Yeah. Do you want to take a break before you start a topic? No, no, no. This is just a quick little thing. I just okay. want to say that like we need to find a travel squatty potty for when we go to these conventions. Are you aware of what the squatty potty is? I am aware. I recall the unicorn sitting on the yes. toilet yes. with his now, little feet you, up. Did you buy one? No, I have not. Oh. They're, they're honestly really magical. Yeah. They are. <laughs> like, they make you We literally have two. <laughs> we, have, we have one in the downstairs bathroom and one in the upstairs bathroom. That's how dedicated we are to this. And I have be- become accustomed to this thing. And when yeah. we travel at these conventions... I can't remember. Like, I may have even mentioned this after Regen. Yeah. Because I thought the same thing then. I was like, I really need this... This, like I just want like a little pop up stool to carry with me and. Just, can, well, can we? Well, you like, know they make those little fold up stools at like Bed Bath and Beyond that you can buy for like five ninety nine. It's got to fit under the toilet. That's the magic of the squatty potty too. Is like when you're done with it, you just push it. Right it yeah. So uh-huh. for people who don't use the squatty potty, like if you know, I'm going number one. I'm going to stand up, so I'm not going to use it. See, I'd never be able to use one of those because I cannot go to the bathroom alone. I have a 13-year-old cat who thinks it is the absolute end of the world if I shut the bathroom door. I thought I just discovered some weird new fetish of yours or something. <laughs> yes, I have to poop with an audience. I have to have a random stranger or two. <laughs> like you're home alone, you feel the urge, and you just go to the front door and it's like, Hey! Hey! I need you, some company! Come here! Stand over there! No, no, no. Don't, like, don't, don't make eye contact with me. That'll just make it weird. I just yeah. need you to stand there. Then I get there. performance anxiety. You, just don't look at me. Just stand there. Sit in the room with me, but don't look at me. <laughs> don't look into my shame. <laughs> I think this would be a good time for a break, though. Okay. <laughs> I need to poop. <laughs>
Yet we have Kara Dennison. Hi. I guess I could hook She's up an author. You, I need to. You're not on a mic right now, so nobody can hear you. But I've got to get with you tomorrow and get you to sign my book. I bought a copy of your book. I bought a special gold sharpie so you can sign. It's going to look so terrific with that green background on the cover. So do not leave the con until you see me. I'm not leaving until Monday, darling. Okay. So I've I've got that promise. That is on audio. That I, I get my signature now. Your leggings are shiny. What are they? They are actually the characters from the new book series I'm putting out with my friend Ginger that we launched this weekend at the con. That is incredible. I didn't even know you could do that. It, the first book is free. Oh. You were just talking about uh, <laughs> your, the book that you launched this weekend at the con, and yeah. nobody heard you because we because didn't have a mic on. Because I wasn't on the mic. Well, okay. uh, yeah, Ginger Hosley, who uh, has been an artist for Intervention and Regen shirts, uh, amazing illustrator and she and I got together on a light novel series called Owl's Flower and it's a paranormal romance done the way we wish people did paranormal romances with uh, healthy relationships women who are not 17 uh, nice yeah the main the main girl is 35 years old and owns a business and uh, lots of Lots of weird creepiness that would appeal to uh, a Doctor Who fan, a Douglas Adams fan, right. that sort of thing. Nice. Uh, we're doing it on ebook. We will put out print books because uh, Ginger works at a print shop. Uh, so eventually we'll be able to do that. But the first book is up on the site now, owlsflower.com. It has a temporary cover. She's going to do a new one when she gets home. First book is free to download. And from there, they're going to come out semi-regularly, and they'll be on a pay-what-you-want. So... If you just want to chuck a buck at us to get it, that's fine. If you really believe in us and want to pay more, you totally can. And, <laughs> and that'll enable us to make, like, merchandise, like these sweet leggings I'm wearing that have the characters on them. I got to see these again. These yeah. are really cute. Oh, they're adorable. They're really yeah. cute. Yeah, it's, it's basically it's the story of uh, a, a cafe owner and uh, a nature god. And... Interesting, and it's and it's very cute and very silly and very dramatic at times. And each book has a recipe in the back too. Bonus, oh, fun. so something that features in the book uh, you can make. <laughs> so in the first one, it's this this honey cookie that actually figures into the plot, and Angela Pritchett does the recipes for us. Nice, I love this. I love like this. It's almost like a multimedia thing, and it's just it's. It's interactive. Yeah, is she the awesome lady that was walking around with the vegan cookies earlier? Uh, I am not sure, but because uh, I have no idea who she was. She's she's the head of press here, so because uh, those cookies were amazing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that was her because I don't know if she baked anything this weekend. But yeah, uh, in between books, we're also going to do some stuff on the website. We'll put up just free short stories, mm-hmm. the occasional illustration. So you're not waiting forever with nothing. Okay, and where can we find this? It's owlsflower.com. Okay, cool. So absolutely look us up and hope you enjoy. Thank you so much. I got to go check these leggings out because I just recently learned how to wear leggings Ah. and not feel awkward when I do it. So I'm I'm buying a lot of them because they're very, very comfortable. (laughs) Well... Uh, Ginger does a lot of different... She does some Doctor Who-style leggings, too. Nice. She's she's done all sorts of cool stuff. So uh, soon, once I get my head in gear, I'm going to link our personal shops and things off the Alice Flower page. So if you like what we do together, you can get our stuff individually, too. Cool. Awesome. All right. I'm going to hand this microphone back. Thank you, Karen. And I'm going to go back to my room and watch Markiplier videos and fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a plan. (laughs) See... 
I, I knew Kara would do better being on this show than I would. So thanks, thanks for stopping. Uh, she's already better than Ben Taylor. No, Ben's wonderful. Ben Taylor. We sh- we should definitely have uh, Kara on playing doctor sometime. Yes, 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 yes. I think she'd do great. So I had this thought that occurred to me this weekend. Okay. Um, we're we're at a convention. Yes. Um, everybody knows about con crud. This is this is a thing that happens. Yes. There's a lot of people without fail. Tight space. You're gonna pick up some kind of cough, sniffle, yes. whatever over the weekend. And that's why I use the hell out of the antibacterial stuff. Yes. Now, here here's my hypothetical question. Yeah. Let's say for whatever reason, you cannot wash your hands right at the moment. You okay. go to the bathroom. There's right. no soap. The, the sink's broken. Sink's broken. There's no antibacterial. Wait, did I do number one or number two? Number one. Let's just, okay, okay. Let's just stick with that for now. Okay. Uh, or let's say you were just eating and you got like, you were eating buffalo wings and you have sauce on your hands or some other kind of nonsense. Okay. Well, there's a big difference between buffalo sauce and go number one. Uh, in, in this particular scenario, either one will work for now. Okay. 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 So... You go to meet somebody, or let's say you're just walking around, and your friend says, hey, have you met my friend Dwight Schultz? He reaches out to shake your hand. Um, what do you do? Now, if, well, no, there's a big difference. If I just went number one, and, and I'm like, I was pretty good about it, and it didn't sprinkle too much, <laughs> I'm shaking his hand. Okay. Hey, well, not, you guys are lucky that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if it's barbecue sauce and I'm all sticky and everything, that's going to be obvious that I didn't wash my hands. Right. So I would say, oh, I'm sorry. I was just eating some wings and they didn't have wipes. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you probably got it all over your face, yeah. too, so you look like, you know. Like I usually do after I eat wings. <laughs> and so it's just like, you know, I'm not going to lie. That, that's, I mean, when I eat wings, it's, it's ear to ear. It's just there's sauce everywhere. It's 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 a trend. Starting to look like the Joker, you know, red all the way over. Better tell you how I got my (laughs) stuff. You know, it's an unfortunate wing accident. (laughs) So what about you, Carlin? What what would you what would you do in that scenario? Because we do have a slightly different, you know, as women, you know, we're a little bit more up close and personal. I, I would say, as a woman, it's almost impossible to not get pee on your hands unless you're like. Using a gigantic wad of toilet paper every time you go. Right, like you make a mitten. <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper. So like, if somebody introduced you to somebody and they stuck out their hand, to, how do you get out of that situ- situation? Well, considering I normally wipe with my dominant hand, I would probably switch hands. Not a Offer my actually. left hand instead. Okay. So as a, not to offend somebody as to not shake their hand. Well, see, that's yeah. an advantage I have is because I'm left-handed. Uh-huh. So when I go to the bathroom, I usually do things left-handed. And so when I so nice. if I'm shaking, I this is usually a cl- in the Middle East I'm great. <laughs> because, you know, that's, you know, they're very strict about that. Right. You you do all your bathroom functions left-handed. It's, it, this is one of those things that like crossed my mind because, you know, when you have anxiety issues um you can't help thinking about like these ridiculous scenarios of, like how how awkward can my life get basically and i'm like what would i do like would i just tell them like yeah i just didn't wash my hands i've just Make i've got an excuse i've got syrup 
all over my hands because I'm a slob, but I eat waffles with my hands. No, it was. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. There was something sticky on that door over there. Be careful. I, I don't know if it's all on my hand now. I like. I it. would probably do something even more awkward and possibly like sneeze into my hands and be like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Hold. I, I can't shake your hand. I sneezed." <laughs> yeah. Or. I guess you could even just say that, like, you know, you've been sick or something, and you don't want to spread it. And you just like, I don't want to, I don't want to spread it to you. And yeah, I might have a cold, so I'd rather not. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, like because the you. thing is, you want to, you want to to break that, but you don't. Yeah, you, you know, don't want to announce aw- that you're a filthy slob and you haven't washed your hands after going to the bathroom, yeah. right? You know, but you you honestly don't want to, you know shake somebody's hand when you're, you know your hand is dirty. And see, um, one of the web comicers, again, uh, the guy that used to run the Fleen site, uh, he was kind of like a web comics news site. He's also EMT. And he was real big at cons on wash your hands. You, If you want to keep Kronkara down, wash your hands and sing the ABC song when you do it. Get the water as warm as you can stand it on your hands, soap up, and then wash your hands. A for lesson in washing your hands, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> a, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way through to the end. Mm-hmm. Now I said my ABCs. Won't you please not piss on my hands again? And then you're, you know. <laughs> Unless you, you pay me $50. It, well, yeah. That's the going rate here in D.C. But you. Uh, your well, bathroom that's what the guy out people. back said. <laughs> so you, you dry your hands. And he also said if you have the choice between paper, like if they have the paper dispenser. Or air dryer, use the paper dispenser. It's more sanitary. I always go with the paper dispenser. It's faster. Yeah, I I don't feel like my hands ever get dry. I could stand there for like five minutes and like just stand there with the hot air. Yeah, even the ones that are as powerful as a jet engine, like that, like yes. make your skin ripple what when it's underneath. Wah-wah? I still don't feel that that's dry enough. You I know, love it just those. feels gross. And those Dyson ones that are supposed to be like the fastest most efficient and it's like the air blade or whatever uh-huh. and it's um they just they always feel just awkward to me like it i don't know i don't like yeah, them. put your hands and they have a new one now that you just put your hands underneath but it's it's still the same concept but it just no it never feels like it gets my hands dry enough just give me a towel and i'll be happy yeah oh god have you ever seen the ones that are like the cloth in the the roller oh the old ones yeah we I, used to have those all the time back the first in the time day. i ever saw one of those i was just like Nope. Just dry my hands on my <laughs> what hands. The idea? That's what my jeans are for. <laughs> yeah. The idea is that that gets changed out. There used to be services that would come around and change them out. And what you would do is you would you pull it down, and then you get a, a dry, clean spot, and the other side is rolling up into the back. There's like a 1940s movie star walking through the She looks absolutely right fabulous. She, she is does. fabulous. Well, now, her uh, is that her, her date with her with the silver bow tie? Yes. They're, they're a snazzy couple. Yeah, and the, and the, sp- the sparkly kerchief in his pocket, too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm assuming they've gone to some ballroom dancing gathering. Oh, yeah. And now they've yeah. come back to the hotel to. And to just sleep a minute ago, I have to admit, like, okay, okay, hashtag real talk. Okay. Hashtag real talk right here. There's this girl walking around this convention. Okay. That is wearing a corset, bustier type of thing. Are you going to be, like, body shaming somebody? No, no, no. I'm not body shaming. I'm uncomfortable about that. I'm not body shaming. Okay. But she is very well endowed. Like, like her, each of her tacos. She's like the Trump kids trust fund. Yes. (laughs) It's well endowed. (laughs) 
very well endowed. And she's okay. wearing this thing. And it's like, I, I can't help but look at her. Like, okay. It's it's very distracting to me, uh-huh. and I feel very awkward that she's wearing. And I, you know, would it be more right awkward if it, I took one of our sharpies and I ran up to her and I drew like little eyes on them, so it looked like they were these two <laughs> fleshy eyes that looked out at the crowd? Is that wrong? Can I do that, or is that, or Actually, maybe that would be hilarious? Or if I got the big the, like the Cookie Monster it, googly they eyes, they need to be googly eyes, and yeah. stuck the googly on eyes each to each side, yeah. Perhaps so a little cockeyed too, so they look like little monsters, just kind of. Now, can I do this? Is this allowed? No, it's not allowed. It's not allowed. There are state and federal restrictions that keep me from doing this. Um, you know, if you if you asked her permission and she allowed you to do it, then then I think that you could. But just by asking, though, I'm probably getting on a list. <laughs> probably. Okay. You're probably going to get some bodily harm inflicted upon you by her. Okay. Possibly. Well, what if I asked her to do it? Like, I just gave her the googly eyes and said, could you put one on each side and finish the look? You, I mean, you're still risking bodily harm, Okay. but I think it would still be hilarious either way. I got It would be even better if she was wearing a fuzzy sweater. <laughs> the sweater puppets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, there's a lot of corsets at this con traditionally. Yeah, there are. This is this is a very corset friendly con. I think part of it when she walks by, it's just like I'm waiting for them to fall. The accident. Out. You're waiting for the 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 Jackson moment. Yeah, the I wardrobe mean, malfunction. Yeah. Like I hate to use this term because it sounds negative. Uh huh. Are you negging her? Are you trying to get I, her to no, go I'm out not, with you? I'm not negging her. Okay. I'm not negging her, but. <laughs> it's like waiting for the accident to happen. Like you hear the brakes squealing and you see the car going. And so you keep watching. And you keep watching because if it's going to happen, I want to see, see it the, happen. Right. That's like all. a train wreck. Yeah. Like, and that's what I'm like. I was trying. I was like trying so hard to avoid that. So I was like, I don't, I don't want to. Because train wreck has like a. That. Has a negative connotation to it. Yeah, well, I mean, granted, we redefined that word on the show like a year ago or something, and it's okay. it's different now. Okay, I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, you didn't hear that one. No, you didn't listen to that show. I, maybe I did, but I, was it after Amy Schumer's movie? Possibly, yes. The train wreck movie. Okay, so to recap, even though I put this on Urban Dictionary, because even though we just totally make shit up on the show, I don't care. Train wreck is when. Uh, somebody's getting plowed from behind and the penis slips out but then hits like the taint and then bends back. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> See, I maybe have heard this episode but then it was just like blocked out of my mind. Like, it was just like, I will remember this. It's just like, I wait, where am you I? You roofied yourself. We're, we're, so I, don't I, don't I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> Is is which podcast is this? What what are we? This is Mouthy Broadcast. Oh, I thought I, I don't know where I am. <laughs> you're you're at intervention. I did. I did. Which is good because you've been drinking a lot. A this lot. Weekend. <laughs> so that was the fun thing that I got to do to a couple of the staffers who kind of know who I am, but you know I've been coming Benjamin here for seven. I've been coming here for seven years, right? So most of the staff, especially the senior staff, know me very well. Some of the the middle staff and the junior staff, they're kind of aware of me. And so I would go places where I shouldn't. 
and wait for them to stop me. And uh-huh. when they would, I would look at them and go, do you know who I am? <laughs> and the kid would be An like, asshole? oh, um, I'm like, no, seriously, do you know who I am? I've been drinking a lot today and I have no fucking clue. So and how they react to that. They way? would usually be very confused until one of the senior staff goes, "Okay, Ben, come on." <laughs> yeah, okay. You yeah. Got your little jokes, buddy. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Because they know who I am. They do. They yeah. better know. They do. That's yeah. why they know to just tell you, just move it's like, along. Okay, ben. It's okay, mister. You made a joke. Okay. Just move along. Move on. Oh, good the- job. <laughs> good job, Ben. Oh, yeah, you still got the jokes. You're still funny. How's that comic coming on? Oh, Ouch. that's right. Ouch. Going down to the barn, drink some more. I was it, about to end the show, but the magic, God, was- the magic juice will help you be happy. It's- put this on a bummer yeah. can we talk about putting you in a corset and pushing your boobs together again oh no th- here's my thing i was gonna It'll be say magical i was gonna say before we started um we've been watching a lot of drag queen at home drag race drag race that's it the drag queens <laughs> on drag race yes i don't know yes, RuPaul is fa- so um hi <laughs> but uh i finally figured out how the guys who don't have a Boobs. lot of boobage, yes. right? It's shading. Yes. And when contouring. I find, contouring yes. and shade, and I was just like blown. I'm like, holy crap, that was very effective. Yeah. Women Hol- actually do this too. I had no idea. Yeah, like I spotted it from a mile away when we were watching the show because like I've read this like in, I don't read Cosmo, but Cosmo-like magazines where they say like, if you're going to the beach, if you want to enhance your, your boobs, then you you know, brush on some bronzer or something like that. And I'm like, well, see, my thing was, I didn't notice it until somebody did it. Not as good as everybody else was doing it. <laughs> right. right, And right. so it was like very obviously done. And then I'm like, Abby, goddamn, that's what they're so doing. So now they have cartoon cleavage instead of, you know, right. Well, a couple <laughs> of the like, queens on there were very, very flat chested, very skinny, very slim. And so they need Wiley Coyote like, to yeah. come in and, and, and draw the, the matte painting of, of boobs. <laughs> And get the shading just right, and then, and then Roadrunner will come up meep, meep. and like go meet meet, and then run away, right when he squeezes, and then Wiley Coyote will be like, wait, those aren't real, and he'll go to do it, and he'll go meet, and it won't be a boob there, and he'll be like ah, and then the queen will punch him in the head because he has to always get hurt, and then he falls off a cliff, and then he f- yeah, ah! there was no cliff there. But now, all of a sudden he looks yeah. down and there's the cl- he's off yeah. the cliff. And for some reason all I can see is the Monty Python foot coming down and squishing him instead. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except it's not Monty Python foot, it's actually Jiggly Caliente's foot. <laughs> and Oh Lord. <laughs> Big stiletto. Big stiletto. <laughs> Chad Michaels. Oh God. Doing his share impersonation once again. Jiggly Caliente. Can I call you Jiggly? No. Okay. All right. So let's wrap this up. Um, Carla, do you want to tell everybody where they can find, like, you have a website where people can buy buy cool things from you or anything that you want to plug? Sure. Um, I do have a DeviantArt site. It is dj-neko.deviantart.com, and it will also redirect you to my Facebook page and my Etsy. Okay. Nice. All right, so uh, Ben, do you have anything to plug? No, uh, you don't. Okay, let's move on. 
Oh, at, <laughs> just follow me at Reality Amok on Twitter, and that, and I'll send links to everything else yeah. from there eventually. Cool. And uh, Mouthy Broadcast is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Mouthy Broadcast. Uh, MouthyBroadcast.com. Go and read our blogs and shit like that. And call us at 757-541-CUNT and tell us, tell us stuff. Leave us a voicemail. We like voicemails. It's cool. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. I prefer the term punter in the pooter. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's the alliteration. <laughs>